quite literally recording this in my pajamas because I just finished the book and I needed to talk about it. This is my review of The House Across the Lake. I'm sure you've heard of it. It is all over TikTok. It is all over Bookstagram. It's all over wherever you see any books. I guarantee that is going to be like the number one thriller that you're going to find this October. Just a warning, there are going to be some spoilers in this because um, it wouldn't be a review without it unless I was just like, oh, it's so good. Now, the whole entirety of the show is that I take a shot before each episode and then I talk about it. I have my trusty little cow shot glass and my 21 Seeds Cucumber Jalapeno Tequila. This is my first time ever trying it. It's not sponsored. I wish it was uh, because I just have a feeling I'm going to love it. Uh, I do apologize though while I get this open. I'm not kidding. This is really my first time having it. I apologize for, you know, the outfit and the blanket and the lack of makeup, but I literally, I had to record a video on this because this book left me feeling a lot of different ways. Um, to the point where I'm definitely going to need more than one shot when it comes to talking about it. But if you've read the book, then you know that that might not be a great idea. Let me, hold on. Pause. One moment. You're literally just going to do this. And I would just know what I'm doing. Uh, I was opening it too close to the microphone, so it was making a lot of weird noises. All right. Cucumber jalapeno. Now I feel like it's covering my face. This is why I need just like a camera person to just come up and work it all for me. Okay, cucumber jalapeno tequila by 21 Seeds. Uh, it's a woman-owned business. I think it's, th it's three women that own it, and I'm really excited to try it. I do have a cup of orange juice just because I love orange juice, but we'll see if I even need a chaser. I don't want to like open it too fast because I don't want it to go over there. Uh, just as a dis like disclaimer, I'm 27 years old. I'm I'm allowed to drink this, and my son's in bed, and my husband's home, so this is allowed. Oh my gosh, oh, that's spicy. Okay, all right, starting off. I know this is technically supposed to go on like cocktails. I don't have time for that. This is the Tequila Mockingbird Podcast. I'm your host, Renee. Let's take this shot. Ooh. I don't even need a chaser. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. So, honest review of tequila while I'm at it. It smells so much like jalapeno, but the aftertaste is literally cucumber. How do they do that? Like, for real. Wow. Okay. Well, let me read you the back page of this book to tell you what it's all about. It's The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. 
I've read many of his books. I have loved every single one that I've read. Um, he is the New York Times bestseller with Final Girls and Survive the Night, two of my favorite books. And this book, The House Across the Lake, is Casey Fletcher, a recently widowed actress trying to escape a streak of bad press, has retreated to the peace and quiet of her family's lake house in Vermont. Armed with a pair of binoculars and several bottles of bourbon, she passes the time watching Tom and Catherine Royce, the glamorous couple living in the house across the lake. Dun, dun, dun. They make for good viewing. A tech innovator, Tom is powerful, and a former model, Catherine is gorgeous. One day on the lake, Casey saves Catherine from drowning, and the two strike up a budding friendship, but the more they get to know each other, and the longer Casey watches, it becomes clear that Catherine and Tom's marriage isn't as perfect as it appears. When Catherine suddenly vanishes, Casey immediately suspects Tom of foul play, but what she doesn't realize is that there's more to the story than meets the eye and that shocking secrets can lurk beneath the most placid of surfaces. Packed with sharp characters, psychological suspense, and gasp-worthy plot twists, Riley Sager's The House Across the Lake is the ultimate escapist read, No Lake House Required. So I read that, and I was like, a thriller. I love this so much. I'm so excited for it. There's, like, plot holes and a whole bunch of different things that's going to be going on. When I tell you, I was left confused. That is putting it nicely. I'm going to take a sip of my orange juice real quick before I do another shot. I I don't know how to put into words how I feel about this. It started off really strong where I was like, ooh, okay, she had to save her. And now she's watching because she's nosy like me. But why is she mentioning her dead ex-husband 7,000 times? It felt like once a sentence she was talking about him. And I'm like, we get it. He died. He drowned in the lake. Okay? We know that the lake is bad because you've told us 7,000 times in the last 10 minutes. Then it starts to get interesting where the husband has, um, like I said, if you don't want spoilers, stop listening. If you want to read this book, stop listening. If you haven't already, um, the husband's just, you know, he's acting shady and she's watching him in the window and it looks like he like hit her and all, like all this stuff. She's making shady phone calls and she calls her and she's like, no, I'm fine. Look, like she knows that she's watching her from across the lake. And then Casey goes over and she's like nosy. I'm also nosy. She finds a whole bunch of Catherine's things that shows that she didn't leave when they supposedly had an argument and she left and went back home and she was posting from Instagram, but she saw that like the Instagram picture had Tom in it and clearly if Tom was at the lake house, he wasn't home with her, so it's an old picture. Instagram minds always think alike. I thought the same thing where I was like, mm, that's shady. Like there's no way that you're going to be posting from this place, when I know that you're here, but it's an old photo, and you don't want people to know what's actually going on. Kind of makes sense, whatever. So Casey is sketched out. She's like, what's going on? So she goes and breaks into the house. And she finds a whole bunch of things, uh, Catherine's cell phone, and just all the things that implicate that she is 
not there. Implicate? Is that the right word to say there? All the right things to prove? Listen, I read. I'm not a scholar. <laughs> Let's be honest. That needs to be the name of the podcast, actually. I read, but I'm not a scholar. Uh, so then she goes over to the neighbor's house, and she finds that Catherine is all tied up. And she's down in the basement. She's tied to a bed. And she's like, oh my gosh, oh, what's going on? So she starts to untie her. And then Tom comes down, big mysterious twist. And he's like, hey, please leave her there. This is actually your ex-husband who died in the lake. His body went into her body, and now she's possessed by him. I think his name was Len. Lem? I don't, I don't even remember. Um, it was Len? I don't say Len. <laughs> Listen, I'm one shot deep. Um, and that's actually the point where I'm going to take another one because that was a twist that I didn't really enjoy. But I'm going to explain my reasoning once I get through to the rest of this. So essentially, when she figures it out, she unties Catherine and then who's actually Len, and then they do a whole bunch of stuff, and she realizes that he's evil, and he murdered a whole bunch of girls, um, not a whole bunch, just like three of them that they know of, and it turns out it was him, and she finds the IDs in his box, and then, plot twist, the biggest plot twist of the movie that I could have seen coming five chapters before they even said it. Casey killed Len. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, that would hit harder than the last one. <laughs> Ooh. Okay, hold on. Okay. They made a gross noise going down. I'm so sorry if you heard that. But we're real. And we're honest on this podcast. Dun, dun, dun. She killed him. Uh, in the lake. So he died in the lake, and now his body possesses the lake, and whoever is in the lake, he can take over, and you know how possessions work. Turns out, the night he died, she found the IDs of the girls that he murdered, so she was like, mm-mm, you're not doing that in my family's lake house. So she murdered him. Um, listen. It's not my cup of tea. I, I like the book. I can't lie. I did, I did like the book. Not everything in it is my favorite thing that I specifically enjoy reading about, which is fine. It's okay to branch out. I love branching out, but I was expecting something different with it. Oh, that was the tequila. So... She figures out a way to save Catherine, to have her body saved. A bunch of other stuff happened. The, co the cops are obviously involved because they're like, what's going on? This Tom guy ends up, you know, he's trying to kill his wife. Meanwhile, there's a hot guy that lives next door who's an ex-cop who is also a recovering alcoholic. But it turns out Casey has to have like 6,000 drinks a day, which... Logically, the amount that she drinks, 
That's not, you, that is not, like, a normal amount. Obviously, she admits she has a problem. But, like, it's a lot. It's, like, she wakes up and drinks, like, seven drinks. And I don't think that that is physically possible. It could just be me, though. Um, so, <laughs> she's involved with the neighbor. And... She doesn't know if she should trust him. And then his wife also died. And it's like some mysterious thing of like, how did she die? Did it? Did her husband kill her as well? Um, and it turns out that Catherine was having an affair with the guy that lived next door. It, it's a whole thing. There is There were so many plot twists. And then at the end of it, when Casey saved Catherine again and made Len get out of her body... And go into hers. Catherine then saved Casey and was like, hold on, I'm going to give you a second chance. And she's like, perfect, great. Well, the Googling she did before, apparently there was some show that Casey was on or a play or something where a husband is like poisoning the wife and slowly kills her, yada, yada, yada. She thought that's what Tom was doing to Catherine. Listen, the amount of twists and like turns, but not... Not twists and turns in the sense of being like, oh my goodness, that's so good. More in the sense of like, why? Why did we need this in here? So anyway, at the end of all that, Catherine saves Casey from Len's body. Casey then takes the cop out on the lake and she's like, this is where the girls are buried. Len told me yada, 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 yada. Great. Cool. It's all fixed. We're all good. Casey decides to pick up the binoculars again and she realizes that Catherine is sick on the couch and she puts two and two together that Tom was for sure poisoning Catherine and then before she goes to save Catherine to tell her to warn her that her husband is slowly killing her Tom's behind her and Tom tries to attack her and Casey has to kill Tom listen I don't even know what to say next. It's literally so much in a span of how many pages? 368 pages that I don't even remember everything that happened and I just got done reading it. Make it make sense. Um, now, the book ends. I'm sitting here. I'm just, I'm not going to lie. I was a little disappointed. It's not how I thought it was going to be. I can't be disappointed because... The idea of the book, I like it. It's fun. It's wild. There's so many twists and turns. If you like that kind of book, this is great for you. I, however, thought that all the twists and turns did not make sense. For me, personally. Um, it was fun. Like, looking back at it, like, not in my body of being like this is what I like to read but in the sense of like a book as a whole and what Riley Sager was going for yeah it's a good book I like it no wonder why it's on like all the high lists and everything for people to read this fall I don't even know what I'm trying to say um but just you know for me it wasn't the greatest thing and then I went to explain the whole plot to my husband because we read completely different books and I was reading it to him and he was like, just me talking to him, he's like, I need a shot. I need a drink of tequila just from everything you just told me about this book that I'm never going to read. So, 
it was confusing. It was fun. I'm not gonna lie. Like, looking back and being like, okay, putting aside how I feel, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun book. I liked it. Um, I think on my Goodreads, I did three stars. Rounded down from a 3.5. Um, yeah, I was hoping it would have been higher, but... If you like that kind of book where it's like a thriller, but also you have like a paranormal sense to it, absolutely great. That's fun. I, if I'm going to read a paranormal book, I want more of like a haunting, not someone died in the lake and they're going to come get you when you go into the lake. Like what kind of Jason Friday the 13th stuff is that? That's not real. Which obviously, but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I'm trying to get at? Uh, yeah, definitely a 3.5 on my list. Could have been higher if, I feel like if he would have taken out a couple things. I can't even tell you what things I would want taken out, though, because I need to, like, number and put in order how each twist made me feel. And then I'll let you know which two I want removed. And then you can also cut the book down, like, 60 pages. Because also, that's another thing that I hate with thrillers. Everything happens within the last 50 pages. And then I'm left like, okay, so you took 100 pages to get into it. And then we're going to take another 100 pages to explain things. And then maybe, you know, give or take however long your book is, 50 to really get into it. And then the last 40 to 60 pages, you're just going to pack everything in. I don't like that. I don't like it at all. Um, but to each their own. If that is what you're into, great. Read this book. You will love it. Uh, yeah, there are a couple more Riley Sager ones that I need to read. Um, and I plan to do so. But I, I need a break for right now. I need a break to mentally figure out what it is I just read. Because it was interesting, to say the least. That's it for this review. My first official one. Yay! The House Across the Lake by Riley Sager. Definitely read it. I know that my take, my review, was not... The most positive, but I did say that I liked it, okay? It just wasn't my usual thing that I like to read. And that's fine. Like I said, I like to branch out, and maybe the next book I read like this, I will love it. Either way, I love Riley Sager. Sager? 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 I'm not a scholar. I just like to read books. Remember what I said before? Still holds true. All right. I'm so bad at ending these things. If you liked listening today to today's podcast episode, Tequila Mockingbird Podcast. Every time I do a book review, I'm going to take a shot. And depending on how I felt about that book, there might be more shots involved. If you enjoyed it, please follow the podcast page. I would love it if you shared some episodes. Maybe you are on Bookstagram and you could follow me on there at Tequila Mockingbird Podcast or on TikTok at tequila underscore mockingbird pod. All the names were taken. 
Or you can email me at tequilabirdpodcast at gmail.com, some book recommendations if you want me to read your favorite book or if you think that there's one out there that I would like a little better than this one, then definitely give me your suggestions, please. Um, If you are watching the video version of this, again, I apologize that I'm in my pajamas with no makeup on and a blanket, but the blanket does, okay, camera, hold on, it's like half under me. It's Halloween. There's ghosts. So I'm I'm in the spirit right now. It's currently October 5th that I'm recording this. So we're officially in spooky season. Uh, thank you so much for watching the video version. If you want to watch that, just search for the Tequila Mockingbird podcast on YouTube. And if you enjoyed it, please subscribe, like, leave a comment. Let me know any books that you want me to read over there um, in the comment section on YouTube. Or hit the notification bell if you want to be notified every time that I upload an episode because it's not once a week, it's whenever I finish a book. All right, I'm your host, Renee, and on that note, I am going to, one more time, it's not sponsored, but it's really good, the 21 Seeds Cucumber Jalapeno Tequila. It is fantastic. I love it. It's my new go-to, and I am going to go... Take a nap because after this book, my mind needs a rest. Thank you again so much for listening. This is the Tequila Mockingbird Podcast. I'm your host, Renee, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye!